0: Hello and welcome back to the Motivating Force. Joining me as always, we have Host Josue, an aspiring Marine Corps officer who's currently finishing up ROTC and his bachelor's in the criminal justice field. And myself, Justin, a motivational speaker who's always more than excited to share all of our wonderful ideas and topics with you guys. Today we're going to be starting off with a very traditional motivation we're going for this week and it's gonna be really simple we're talking about don't be scared now this week really for myself and for all of you viewers i want it to be themed as a fearless week i want us to try to get through this week without considering what scares us and there's a couple reasons why that we're going to get into But while I was working up this topic this week, it really kind of came to me as a shower idea, so it's going to be a little crazy and maybe a little convoluted, but it seems to hold enough truth to me that it's a great message to speak on today. Now I know if you're here listening to us, you definitely listen to some bigger influencers in this field, one of which would be Jocko Willink, whose one of his famous slogans is about staying on the path. And now when you talk about the path, the answer is quite simple. You know what the path is.
1: I like that. You brought his voice to it. Right.
0: (laughs) Nobody has to tell you what the path is. Yeah. Because you just know. And with that, I kind of have that idea as well where I believe that most people do know what their dreams are or what they want to accomplish. And at the very least, they know the very narrow direction in which they want to go with their lives. Well,
1: another issue, too, real quick, is that they're the ones that chose that path. I chose the path that I'm on now, and the same being with you. You chose the path that you're on. So you're the only one that knows where your path is heading, or should know where your path
0: is heading. And in one way, I mean, people could be headed down the wrong path, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: but that's all due to the things that they've chosen to act upon.
0: In this case, we're talking about the path that leads you towards your calling, Okay. right? Okay, like, what's okay. your calling? Yeah. And then that's what Jocko Willing refers to as, you know, the path. Okay. Getting on the path is like, what's your calling in life? We all know what our calling in life is. We all have this deep desire, this deep feeling of what is going to make us feel accomplished in our lives.
1: Yeah, and that can drastically vary from money to success to family to whatever drives you.
0: It does definitely vary across the board, but in in a lot of ways, though, we'll kind of talk to ourselves like we do in just even like an outwards conversation where it's kind of like a just a way to quickly end the conversation where we kind of just pretend that we don't know what it is, and in a way, it's almost like self doubt. Yeah. And and in my mind, when we have our calling. Uh, you know, we all know what that is, and we can see it has this like big flashing neon sign in our head, like this is at least the direction you should be walking in. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that. And we'll kind of sit back and look at it and be like, Well, is it really though? Mm-hmm. So I started thinking on that. Uh more so in the shower, right? Shower <laughs> Where all the shower thoughts yeah, yeah. come from. <laughs> I think the biggest problem that we have when we're trying to accomplish these obvious desires in our life is that all the problems derive from a place of fear. For myself, you know, with things going on in my life, maybe this is a personal episode, so maybe I'm talking more into a mirror than I am a camera today. Uh, But what the hell? I know I'm not alone on this issue.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't be. There's millions of people on this planet that would be uh, relating to what you're saying.
0: Just think of it as me venting. Don't even focus on yourself right now. It's okay. Pretend to be where you're at and be happy. But I'm gonna hit you with some questions here that I know you've asked yourself at one point or another. We ask ourselves, where do I even start? We ask ourselves, how long will it take to accomplish this? What do I have to sacrifice in order to get there? And finally, the best one, or the worst, depending on how you look at it, we'll ask ourselves, well, what if when I get there, it's not all that it's talked up to be? That's the scary one, right? That's the really scary one. And if you dig deep into these questions, and even for some of these questions just on the surface level, you can tell that it's all fear-based.
1: Okay, so not necessarily driven by fear as much as it is almost. I guess you can say it's like hand-in-hand with fear, right? You can't go one way without the other. And almost like you're undermining your self-worth. You're undermining your... Your uh, potential to do certain things because you don't have the credentials or you don't have, you know, fame or nor- notoriety. You're trying to like downplay what your potential actually is, and and you don't feel motivated enough to speak out for yourself. Like, hey, I can do this. I can start my own business. I can start. Uh, online presence from nothing. I can do all these things, but you have to be willing to tell yourself that. Put all those doubts and fear aside and be able to step up for yourself to yourself, not just to other people, but you have to be able to own that and tell yourself repeatedly that you are able to do these things and not be scared of you know, getting shot down or failing a business or whatever, because there is a high percentage of it, but you have to be able to get back up and do it just stop doubting yourself from the beginning
0: it's very much like uh one of those shia labeouf moments where it's like just just do do it it. (laughs) you know and uh more people need to take that to heart because it's like with what you're saying it's all that self-doubt that comes up and then asking yourself the millions of questions and all the different contingencies i mean anything could happen tomorrow yeah so instead of thinking about that in a negative light, why not think about it as all the windows of opportunity you have? Right. Why not attack it head on from that approach? You know, And I know we're creatures of preservation, right? Mm-hmm. So of course, the first thing that come to our mind is, well, what type of risk does this put on me, on my family, on my future? All kinds of different things come to our mind, a bunch of scary things. And then I think what's going to de- divide that those normal people from reaching their greatness is how much they can conquer their fear overcome the feeling of being scared and just doing it right Right. yeah
1: and with risk i mean you mentioned sacrificing and a lot of people are scared and like you said fear fearful of like losing relationships losing friendships losing time with family even and since we are like uh, tribal in nature We do tend to have that as like a, uh, like up on the totem pole. Like it's one of the priority things that you can't do without. You don't want to be alone. You want to have people in your corner. And hey, if you lose some people along the way, whatever the sacrifices that you're putting on the line, those people just really weren't good for you. Even if it is family, even if it is friends or people that you thought were friends, they're not there for your best interest. Because if you're doing whatever you can to be on this path to your meaning of life and they're not believing in you or if they're not uh, holding you accountable or making sure you're going through with it, then they are just flat out not right to be with you. And then another thing is that people fear the loss of experiences within their life. Oh, I can't go traveling and just backpack across Europe because I have to try to, you know, go to school or, work towards these different skills needed in order to open up a business or whatever it is that's their calling, hey, you can have plenty of that once that business and or field that you get yourself into succeeds. So it's, it's a delayed gratification that you're seeking and you're afraid of achieving.
0: Yeah, I think one way of judging um, where people are at in lives, especially when it comes to the the coaching side of this business is one of those things that we typically try to, to to analyze in people's lives to see kind of where they're at as far as milestones go is how many friends they have.
1: Yeah, which I and, think is just all around bad. Right. That all stems from like Facebook and MySpace. How many friends do you have on your list and all that?
0: Exactly. So this is kind of where that does start from. And I, obviously you already have the idea here, but um, it seems kind of like a counterintuitive point. But the more friends that you think you have the worse off you actually are yeah and that's why because when you start heading down that road of success it's typically a pretty lonely road you're only going to find a handful of people there who actually want to see you do well and succeed and who will actually deal with the sacrifices that you have to make but
1: you know what's great is that when you do you know go down that quote-unquote loading lonely road you will find that the people that do stick out for you don't make it so lonely yeah You think just because the number of people around you are going down that you're going to feel like abandoned or like you don't have people to turn to. But those people that stick will be by your side 100% of the time. You can go to them, whether it be friends, family, uh, whoever you meet along that journey. You just can't be afraid of reducing the the number. It's like a game of golf. You want the lowest number possible. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And that's how it works with really friendships through life. Yeah. And um, because, you know, you're going to be able to devote more energy towards the people that actually matter. Yeah. And, you know, we are talking about what we're creatures of. We're definitely creatures of comfort. And and the more friends we have, uh, quote unquote, the the more we can just relax and have a good time because we'll get support for that. We'll get support for that more than we will trying to push ourselves and stress ourselves out. For the, for the but better. It, but it's almost you know?
1: like it's a facade that you're trying to uh, lie to yourself about. Like, hey, these people all think the same. Let me just fit into this group where they're not doing anything with their life. So I'm just going to lie to myself and say that I'm doing well because I'm fitting in with this clique.
0: And see, that brings us back around to one of those questions, right? When we're looking at that big neon sign in our brain that tells us this is what you are meant to do with yeah. your life. And you sit back and you go, well... I have all these people I go partying with every weekend, and we have such a great time, and I get to feel good about myself for the majority of the time, uh, you know. So I see, I get this feeling, I get this big flashing sign in my head telling me what I need to do to find fulfillment, find purpose in my life. But, but I'm having a good time. So is that really what I need to do? Yeah. You know. And then that's where, like you're saying, with those facades, it's where those come in, and that's why we need to not be scared to dig deep you know and the whole drive for this week the whole theme of fearlessness that I want all of our viewers to have this week i just want you to take a minute to imagine that we all spent just one week ignoring all the contingencies ignoring all the questions that we ask ourselves placing all of our fears aside and seeing what could we all accomplish what could you accomplish you know, imagine you finally get the ball rolling in the right direction towards whatever your deepest desires are, whatever you're really trying to accomplish in this life. And you're just just, just nudging it downhill just a little bit. Screw the fear. Screw the questions, the contingencies. Where am I going to get this from? Where am I going to get this support, this money, this knowledge? Just go up and just just nudge that ball just a little bit, right?
1: Well, actually, like not to get too far off topic what you're talking about like just imagining let's just use the example of starting your own business let's say there's a handful of people listening that do aspire to have something to call their own whether it be online presence whether it be brick and mortar whether it be whatever right if it's just a little business that they want to do they want to just get away from working for other people and want to have something that's their own if you can just imagine the best case scenario the dream that you aspire to have, the perfect vision of it working out, right? And then seeing yourself in that spot. But then you take a step back and you think, okay, that's the best case scenario. Now we'll have some hiccups along the way. That's still a hundred times better than continuing on the path you are on right now, which is being miserable, working for somebody else, and thinking that you want to do something else with your life. So why not at least attempt it?
0: If you continue down your path right now, where do you end up in 20 years compared to putting a hard effort into the things that are going to find fulfillment in your life? What does that bring you in 20 years, even with failures and hiccups? You know, we're more resilient than we think we are.
1: Yeah, it might not be the perfect vision that you're setting, but it's still a lot better than not even attempting it and staying miserable like you are right now if you have that neon sign going off in your brain.
0: I use the rolling ball example downhill for, for a reason too, when it comes to this. And that's because when that ball is rolling downhill, you don't need to be behind it, pushing it once it starts moving, right? It's going to continue to go. And your job isn't going to be to keep it going as straight as possible. Your job is to keep it from falling off the side of the hill. That's all you have to do. It's gonna have momentum on its own. It's gonna head in the right direction for you once you start it off in the right direction. And the only thing you need to do is make sure that it doesn't derail. Yeah.
1: Keep it on course.
0: It's gonna bump left, it's gonna bump right, and it's gonna be up to you just to keep it keep it generally on track. And that's all you need. Yeah. You know? There's gonna be some
1: obstacles on the way, like a tree or something. It'll bump into that tree. Yeah. Hey. It'll stop its speed, but it's going to make its way around that tree and keep on going
0: exactly and that's why just for one week if you guys took that fearless approach and see where it takes you uh you might realize that you might have accidentally started something that isn't you're not going to be able to stop and it's going to be for the better for your life it's going to be great for you and just like you know it's kind of like the habits that we form you start forming these great habits in your life you know say you pick up reading and you start reading one chapter a day well, it's all cumulative. By the end of the year, you realize that, you know, even just one chapter a week, by the end of the year, you realize how many books you've read. And you you realize how that came from just such a small starting place. And again, it's just nudging that ball in the right direction and then hanging out with it, being in that environment, being in that space, being closer towards your boundary, being closer towards that edge of fear for you will allow you to grow kind of desensitized to the fear it makes you realize that all those contingencies and questions you have towards things how many of those questions don't actually factor into what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. how many of them don't matter and it's going to be so much better for you in the long run to start pushing yourself into that more dangerous territory Mm -hmm. so to say Mm -hmm. right
1: let's look at it as in uh like you get delayed gratification obviously from this when you start that course because you're not going to get the the rewards the benefits right away because you are sacrificing you are putting things on hold or on the side to achieve the end goal which is being on that path that you choose to be on because it's the calling you have right now look at the gratification that people like uh, bungee jumpers or people that go skydiving people that go rock climbing, right, they all have a sense of fear or anxiety when they're on their way up. You're going to have that. But then the adrenaline rush that they receive once they actually jump out of the plane, when they actually jump off the bridge with a cord around their legs or back, whatever it is, or they go up the mountainside, right? Or let me say uh, when they reach the peak of that mountain from rock climbing, the adrenaline rush and the feeling of overwhelming joy and happiness that they get from that is the same kind of feeling you can get once you look back and you go oh I created all of this on my own or I had the support from my two friends or my three family members that stuck by my side I did all of this instead of staying in that miserable rut that I was in looking at what could have been because now you're there you are the what could have been
0: I mean, that's beautiful, man. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great metaphor too because a lot of that tells you that you are on the right path because when you're out there and say you are working towards creating something for a better you or for a better future, better society, whatever it is that you feel your calling is and and you know it's going to be real when you create that thing, you create that product, you create that discipline and when you look at it, you're proud of it and that's no matter what like those contingencies, those questions we talk about that really don't matter, you start to realize it even more the more you start working on that thing that you need to do because you realize that it doesn't matter what people think about it. It doesn't matter how much money it brings in, how much success, wealth, whatever it is. It's just you've already worked on it. It's already there. You have, you're like, it's it's your baby. It's yeah. your project. It's your thing. It's an extension of you. Right. Mm-hmm. and. For you to be proud of that and happy of it, no matter what state it's in, that's how you know you're on the right path. And then that goes to show how much of that fear you can just put aside. Mm -hmm.
1: But it being an extension of you, it being your baby or whatever it is that you want to call it, um, if you are proud of that, you are also proud of yourself, which then brings in a feeling of joy for who you are. You know, you're not disrespecting your self worth. You're not undermining who you are at that point, because if you're proud of that, you're proud of yourself. And then, even if you're somebody with like, sorry, I'm laughing, like a like a terrible upbringing that you never had that sense of uh, your parents being proud of you. You know, you being proud in yourself goes so far, so then it'll just trickle down into your family, into your kids, into the people you hold around them, that you can also be proud of them. It it starts a positive snowball effect instead of a negative one that probably stemmed from your parents' fathers or parents and their parents' parents. Like instead of it just being this chain of negativity, then it turns into positive all because you made the change for who you wanted to be in life.
0: Even with being from, say, an upbringing that didn't bring that type of traumatic experiences, right? Yeah. Imagine working on that thing so hard. You're, you're making these sacrifices. You're sacrificing family time, time with your friends. You're losing friends left and right. You're working harder. You're getting up earlier. You're doing all the right things. You finally extend your arm out, and then something comes along and chops your arm off. That's a pretty scary thought, right? But that's something that we think about every single time we think about what it takes to work on our dream and yeah. work on our vision. Because what happens if that creation just gets cut off? It's like
1: a boss in this video game that we all live in, right? They they put Murphy's Law into everybody's head that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. But we have to be able to push past and defeat that boss in order to keep on going with the video game or like beat the video game. You know what you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's it's just something that's stopping us intimidating everybody from going through with their goal
0: that's kind of like that point that i'm am trying to bring across by saying that is like you could be perfectly fine you can have a really great upbringing and you're still going to have this like deep fear inside because you're worried about that terrible situation happening and that's natural it's human but you should
1: use it as a means of motivation so then you work towards not letting that happen
0: not only working towards that not happening which is the smart approach it's learning that flexibility, it's learning that first of all, being able to depend on yourself Mm -hmm. um, amongst many other character traits that help you achieve your goal in life, which we're all about talking about here on the show but it's also that resilience and when it comes to that type of fear, when you combine the removal of that with having confidence in your ability to work around different obstacles, it takes you really far in life and it helps keep the ball rolling. Because like we said, it doesn't really matter how fast the ball is rolling. If it's a little left, if it's a little right, your job is just to keep it rolling down the hill and not falling off the edge. So that brings me into the final point of this where I was kind of involved in a conversation last week and we were talking about um, finishing up projects, right? People have multiple different projects going on in their lives and we're like, you know, people were asking us, hey, man, what does it take to like actually like launch this thing? Mm-hmm. Like I have all this planned out. I have all these ideas, but I, I don't know how to launch it. Or I'm not sure if I'm ready to launch it. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and I, believe it or not, I had this, this conversation was with somebody else. Yeah. And it was like one of the things that, that got brought up by somebody else on the table was, well, think about the 90% rule. And this is something that applies mostly to perfectionists but I'm implementing it here on the show for everybody. And it's interesting because the 90% rule is a pretty loose rule, because really the range is 80% to 95%. And from what it seems like to me is the lower the percentage, the better your windows of opportunity are. And it's more of a financial rule and a perfectionism rule, because the rule kind of goes like this. When you have 90% of the details for your plan done, you need to go ahead and execute the plan. And there was two reasons in defense for why you should do this. The first being you need to seize opportunity as early as possible because if you're waiting for 100%, the person waiting on 90% already jumped on it and your opportunity is now gone. So you need to be able to have a point where you're confident enough to make it work and jump on it as soon as you get that confidence in you. Right. And then that should be around 90%. And then the final reason is plans always change. Mm-hmm. Name, Tell me one plan in your life that went exactly perfect to the dot. So if you can't, then what's the point of having something 100% planned out? Yeah. When do you settle? The 90% rule says settle at 90%. It's that simple. Yeah.
1: Third reason nothing's ever perfect. But yeah, that's why I gave that example also of, like, you picture the perfect plan, the perfect vision of how you see everything going as smooth as possible with no hiccups whatsoever. Now that's never going to happen. So that's why I also mentioned, like, even if it's half as good as that perfect vision you have, it's still twice as good as if you never even started. Pretty
0: much, man. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty much. I mean, that's, that's the summary of today, you know. Uh, that's the theme I want everybody to have this week. Like I said, my message is simple. Just stop being afraid of your own greatness. Don't worry about the plans because they're always going to change. And don't be scared of the additional discipline that you're going to have to add to your life. Because all these accomplishments that you're pushing off, they're literally the difference between having a smile at the end of your life or leaving this world feeling nothing but shame and regret.
1: Damn, dude, that was a hard hitter. But hopefully, everybody got that message across. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed this episode that we brought out to you guys this week. And, you know, sharing it with friends and family can go a long way for us. And hopefully, it can go a long way for them as well, especially if you know somebody that is struggling around that 90% of their plan and they just haven't put their foot down and started running with that course of action. And you just want to try to help motivate them to start whatever it is that they have envisioned for their life. Whether it be they are into music and they're just afraid of all the uh, the open mics or whatever it is. Just letting them go and experiencing what that feeling is. You know, maybe they are part of that statistic that they are chosen at an open mic night. And then they become the next big thing. But they all just have to not be afraid of becoming something, making something for themselves. But other than that, thank you guys so much. And remember, you can follow us on social media where we keep it updated with uh, clips from the episodes, uh, behind the scenes from the episodes, highlights from the episodes. And uh, don't forget to check out also the YouTube where we click some of the... Uh, don't forget to check the YouTube where we also put some of the highlights, some of the uh, compilations from the episode as well uh, and it's a shorter video so then you can send it you know post it on social media or send it with friends that w- don't really need the whole meaning or whole uh, story that we bring out in the episodes and they can just click on that uh, 10 minute video other than that thank you guys so much all of our videos come out uh, Mondays at 8 a.m est every week until next time
0: go on and get